On my honor, I will try not to mention Thin Mints in this podcast intro. Mm, too late. Raising the next generation of female leaders in the heart of New Jersey. That's coming up on the Jaffe Podcast. You're listening to the Jaffe Podcast, brought to you weekly by Jaffe Communications. The idea of girls hiking, swimming, camping, and playing sports surely doesn't seem as shocking today as it surely did when Juliet Gordon Lowe founded the first Girl Scout troop in 1912. But the Girl Scouts remain revolutionary 106 years after that founding, and it's people like Natasha Hemings who are now leading the charge. Last year, she began her tenure as CEO of Girl Scouts Heart of New Jersey, becoming the organization's first African-American CEO ever. And she's overseen a banner year that's seen record recruitment, new programs, and many exciting partnerships. We're very grateful to Natasha for joining us in our podcast studio this morning to talk about what it takes to build strong, confident young Girl Scouts with character and why it all is more important than ever in 2019. Natasha, welcome to the Jaffe Podcast. Good morning. Today we are here with uh, a new uh, guest co-host, Irene Lackey from our uh, staff, and happy to have you on. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. So anyway, so we are going to have a a free-ranging conversation because there's absolutely tons to talk about. It seems like every time we run into you, um, there's something new that you're doing. And um, I guess probably just as, as a baseline, why don't you just explain to our listeners about Heart of Jersey? Where are you, where are you based in New Jersey? What is your focus? How many girls do you work with? Give us so the give Girl us a Scouts line. Heart of New Jersey um, encompasses seven counties mm-hmm. in the state. Um, we basically go river to river from Hudson County all the way over to Southern Warren County here in New Jersey. We serve almost 18,000 girls Mm -hmm. in that footprint, and we couldn't do it without the help of about 60 staff and 10,000 adults Mm -hmm. um, who deliver the Girl Scout program in a variety of ways, through troops. um, We have virtual um, gatherings. We have Girl Scout programming that happens at community centers and in churches and, you know, all over our footprint where we deliver programming for girls. Um, Primarily, uh, our our troops are troop-based, mm-hmm. so it's a group of 12 to sometimes 30 girls mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. two, three, four, sometimes five um, <laughs> leaders working with them. Okay. Um, so it's a great program. Um, I wish that I had been a Girl Scout mm-hmm. growing up, right. and part of the emphasis for me coming into this new role is making sure that girls know that Girl Scouts has can give them a lifetime of experiences mm-hmm. that they will you know forever be grateful for as they grow into young women mm-hmm. and start running this country. Mm-hmm. Now, Irene is our resident Girl Scout. Yes, she is. That uh, is correct. I was a Girl Scout as a child, and I was a Girl Scout leader for 13 years. Started out with a group of about 20 girls and ended up with six. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. took it to the end. So, yep, absolutely. And that's typical of our Girl Scout troops. Um, here in the state of New Jersey and, you know, in, in other states. Right. So um, th- there's always a question, and I'm glad you brought that up, that there is no Eagle Scout version of, of the Girl Scouts. 
And now you said that there was six girls who went all the way through. So that is correct. Why don't we dispel that myth right off, right off the right off the bat? That well, Irene could probably do that, you know, in two seconds. Um, but Girl Scouts, similar to, um, but better than the Eagle Award, um, have the Girl Scout Gold Award. Mm -hmm. And it is a project that gives uh, the community a lasting impact, a sustainable impact, long after the girl has identified a community problem, work with the officials and the people in her community to solve that problem, and then bring about a change. So you've had girls, Irene, who went through the program from kindergarten all the way through 12th grade, and several of them achieve the gold award right it was the biggest quietest thing because people don't want to be associated some of these girls don't want to be associated with being a girl scout yet when they got to doing college applications Mm -hmm. it was an amazing thing to put on because it's being an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. they have to go through and it's 80 hours of planning this whole, you know, project of what you're going to do. It's not just, okay, I'm going to sell a cookie and I'm going to do this. Like they have to think about this and this project has to continue after they are no longer a Girl Scout. So it kind of goes on and on and on. And some of the projects were really amazing. Really amazing. Some not just local projects, mm-hmm. regional scope projects, some international projects mm-hmm. um, that I'm, I'm just amazed. It makes me think, like, what was I doing at 15 and 16 right. years old? Right. So, so Girl Scouts is not... Uh, was it cookies, camping, and crafts? It is not any of that. Uh, far from that. Absolutely um, not. Girl Scouts, the general public may, if you ask them, mm-hmm. um, what do you know about Girl Scouting? They may say, you know, I've bought my share of Girl Scout cookies, mm-hmm. um, to which I say thank you very much. The girls <laughs> need that support. Um, they do camping activities, and they may say, you know, I was a Girl Scout, and I remember the crafts that I did. Mm-hmm. Um, but Girl Scouts is so much more than mm-hmm. that. Um, our mission is to build girls of courage, confidence, and character who make Mm -hmm. the world a better place. Mm -hmm. And from the achievement of the Gold Award all the way to entrepreneurship programs like the Cookie Program, Mm -hmm. to outdoor experiences, summer camp, troop camping, family camping, and the skills that the girls learn in Mm -hmm. the outdoors, geocaching, teamwork. Teamwork. Um, We had girls learn how to swim at because of Girl Scout camp, mm-hmm. um, those kind of things, as well as life skills, civic engagement, mm-hmm. um, and STEM activities are mm-hmm. all pillars of Girl Scouts mm-hmm. and are built into the leadership experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the um, interesting programs I, I've heard of that you're doing now is uh, Behind Bars, Behind the Bars program? Did I Girl Scouts Beyond Bars. Beyond, Beyond Bars Beyond program. Bars. Okay. Because, Tell uh, us about that. Yeah. So Girl Scouts Beyond Bars was a program that was created by Girl Scouts of Central Maryland. Um, Girl Scouts of Central Maryland work with the Department of Corrections and their um, judges and um, their Office of Juvenile Justice and, um, and Delinquency Prevention there in Maryland to create this program where they deliver Girl Scout program to girls whose mothers are incarcerated at the women's prison. So Girl Scouts Beyond Bars here in New Jersey, uh, in our council footprint in Clinton, New Jersey, is Edna Mahan 
uh, correctional facility mm -hmm. for women. It's the only women's prison here in New Jersey, and it's in our council footprint. Mm -hmm. And when we heard about the program and the outcomes and impact that these girls were getting from having a relationship with their mother and doing Girl Scout leadership experience programming with them, we had to bring it back. Right, right. So we started recruiting women who are a part, who are inmates at the prison, who have daughters in our council footprint, mm -hmm. who are interested in becoming Girl Scouts and want to do it with their mothers. Wow. wow. So once a month, we um, take the girls um, to Clinton to do programming with their mothers, and they do things on topics like self-esteem, um, uh, career building, what kind of things they want to mm -hmm. see for themselves in the future, mm -hmm. and their mothers take on a leadership role mm -hmm. that they don't have in right. the regular course of, of a month. So we do that once a month with them, and then they meet as a traditional troop does mm -hmm. in their home city. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. That is really, really great. And is that for what age group? We, we Girl Scouts is from kindergarten through 12th grade. Right. So um, there are several, six levels within Girl Scouting. Yes. And we're not limiting the women to um, a certain grade or mm -hmm. age bracket. Mm -hmm. um, if they have girls that are five, if they have girls that are 15, they can all be a part of the program. The only help that we need is that the mother... Um, remains on good behavior and in good standing with mm -hmm. the prison, mm -hmm. um, that she can participate in the program, and that the caregiver who's taking care of the child beyond bars, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no mm -hmm. pun intended, right, right. Um, allows the child to participate and brings them to the meetup point where we can then transport them to the prison. Okay. You also make a good point there. You said that there was six levels. Yes. Scouting. Now, I remember as a kid that a lot of girls wore the brownie uniforms to my first grade class and mm -hmm. second grade class. They were Girl Scout uniforms. I'm curious as what is being done to engage more girls to stick around longer and to go through high school and uh, to really, as Irene said, like really benefited on the, on the end and that they could put it actually on a college resume. So Girl Scouting starts in kindergarten. Mm -hmm. So when you're five years old and you go into kindergarten, those are Daisy Girl Scouts. They are kindergarten and first grade. The brownie uniforms mm -hmm. that you're referring mm -hmm. to are girls who are in the second and third grade, mm -hmm. and then up from there, juniors, cadets, seniors, mm -hmm. and ambassadors. Mm -hmm. um, we see a drop-off of girls between middle school to high school. Mm -hmm. in middle school, um, yeah where some girls think, oh, it's not so cool to be in my uniform, you know, I don't want to be teased, they're, you know, they're, they may not be seen as so popular because people judge based on girls wearing their uniform or whatever. Yeah. Right, wrong, or indifferent, um, it affects a girl's mm -hmm. self-esteem and therefore yep. she's, you know, some of them mm -hmm. um, will find other things to do. And, you know, schedules become really busy between yes. middle school and high school. Yes. And and it for my daughters, for example, I have a 15 year old and a 12 year old. So they're in that age where the things that their classmates or peers say to them are really important. Yes. And sometimes yep. they're a little more important than what mom or dad will right. say to them. That's but correct. Um, what we've done with them yeah. and with the troop um, that they have been a part of for the last 10 years is that 
we've shown them the value of the Girl Scout program mm -hmm. from very young. So they have developed their own talking points that when someone is going to tease them about it, they say, okay, well, what did you do last weekend? Mm -hmm. exactly. I went, da -da 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 -da. I went to the mall. Right, right, right. <laughs> right. Like... Um, where Girl Scouts gives girls access to life-changing experiences, quite honestly, that really inspire them to do something big. So like, my 15 year old said to us this weekend, um, she doesn't want a sweet 16 party. Mm -hmm. She wants to go on a Girl Scout destination for her 16th birthday. She wants to go to Paris. There you go. Me too. So um, in order to fuel that excitement I, I would energy. Wear, I would wear a Girl Scout uniform You would wear a Girl Paris. Scout uniform for that, absolutely. <laughs> um, so in order to feed that, um, she is looking at this year's Girl Scout cookie sale, which starts on Saturday the 12th, January. um, as yep. a, of January 12th, as an opportunity for her to sell Girl Scout cookies using the profits mm -hmm. in order to pay for her trip to Paris. Mm -hmm. So we have had that experience since I started because we sent nine girls Scouts from Newark yep. to Paris last just a couple of months ago yeah um so she saw that opportunity mm -hmm. had she not been a girl scout she might not even heard about it yeah. um and, and she girls wants to funded it they and that's funded what they don't yeah. realize the cookie sales absolutely fund projects like that i mean it is a business yeah. you sell you make the profit you get to use that profit to do things or to help with your gold project or right. your silver award or whatever it is mm -hmm. that's what the funds are used for it's right. not to just sell cookies right it, it, and it and it's it's that's another like myth that mm -hmm. girl scout cookies then the profits then go to some mega corporation those proceeds stay right here in this council's footprint. Mm -hmm. After we pay the bakery, mm -hmm. after we pay for manufacturing and, you know, marketing dollars, they each girl gets what the each troop um, is able to maintain a profit from every single box of cookies that they sell. Wow. And that's what the sale is really all about. Mm -hmm. Them setting goals mm -hmm. for themselves and then figuring out how do we reach those goals? How many boxes do we need a to sell per plan. girl? Mm -hmm. This is, you know, the, we have daisies and brownies learning how to plan their business year over year. My daughter's troop, um, not, not the oldest, but the youngest one is 32 girls in Plainfield. Mm -hmm. They want to go to Costa Rica. Yes. Wow. So <laughs> them figuring out, okay, what does it cost yeah. to go to Costa Rica for, let's say, 15 of our girls? What is it going to take? How much planning is it going to take? Some of the girls in the troop have never traveled outside of New Jersey, let alone out of the country. Yeah, we went to a play. You went to a play. I'm sure that you did a lot more than just no. You know, but I mean, you know, play, now but... they're doing trips. We did like a play in mm -hmm. New York and dinner, and you know, use the funds for things like that. Yeah, but, but Natasha, you made an important point that there were the girls from Newark who, many of whom, had never been on an airplane. Never not, been on an airplane. And of course not over the Atlantic Ocean and right. using a passport. I Had mean, not, it, did not have passports. Yeah. So in Girl Scouting, their leader was able to show, guide them and their parents of how to acquire their U.S. passport, mm -hmm. what documents were important. Right. That's not a typical Girl Scout badge. No, no. Right? So Girl Scouts is just so, I keep saying it's so much bigger um, and so much valuable um, than, than people actually think. Mm -hmm.
It's deep. Yes, I I agree. So if if you look at the headlines over the past, I guess, 12 months, Mm -hmm. you you know what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about the Boy Scouts of America. Let's go. (laughs) Let's do this. Okay. So um, Boy Scouts of America have made a, a grand announcement that they are going to begin accepting girls. And this has prompted some lawsuits between the Girl Scouts and the Boy Scouts. Mm -hmm. Tell us what's up with it. What's going on? What do you think? So Girl Scouts um, is like no other organization Mm -hmm. in the world. And it has brought together over the 106 years um, time-tested research back materials and exciting programs um, that speaks to today's girls and it spoke to girls, you know, from its founding, um, that it's designed to strengthen girls' leadership development. Mm-hmm. It's for girls, mm-hmm. by girls, girl-led. That's a difference right. that is unique and y- you can't just recreate it in a year or a couple of months. Mm-hmm. Um, Girl Scouting is the best legacy experience, as you you know heard Irene talk about, and you can't just make it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and girls react differently and behave differently when they're in a co-ed environment. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, that is <laughs> yeah. Well, tell us a big difference. Explain that to explain that to us. Mm-hmm. So, so when when my girls are in a classroom. Mm-hmm. Um, with boys, they're intimidated to raise their hand in certain classes, even if they have the right answer. Um, even if they're a little shy and they're, you know, and, and they know what the subject matter is and can raise their hand. Mm-hmm. Sometimes girls are reluctant to do that mm. when they are in direct competition with boys. Hmm. Girl Scouts in the programming that we do mm-hmm. Taking, making it a single gender environment gives girls the opportunity to take that competition off the table. Yes. Right. Um, Which makes them more confident and more comfortable to say, I can answer this. I can be a part of this. I'm interested in this Mm -hmm. without any judgment Mm -hmm. from another gender. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, the girls in my daughter's troop I see the difference mm-hmm. between when they're in school interacting or when we're at a community event interacting in a co-ed environment mm-hmm. and when they're in their Girl Scout troop mm-hmm. with girls who they've worked with and done team building with and mm-hmm. gone on trips together with mm-hmm. for five, six, seven years. Mm-hmm. Um, and they allow themselves to be vulnerable with their sister Girl Scouts. Right, right. You cannot recreate that mm-hmm. in a co-ed environment. And um, how many, have you seen uh, any Girl Scouts leave over the past few months to join the Boy Scouts? Honestly, nobody's called me and said I'm leaving because I'm going to the Boy Scouts. Uh-huh. Um, there have been uh, volunteers of ours in some of our counties who have said that they've seen outward marketing for uh, Boy Scouts 
it's not even Boy Scouts anymore. You know, they're changing scouts. the name. They're, they're called the Scouts. Scouts BSA. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they have put out marketing materials to say that they are encouraging girls to join, um, which honestly is creating a little bit of confusion, right? Absolutely. So there are some people who think that Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts are the same organization. Absolutely not. It is not. (laughs) We are not the same organization. Two completely separate nonprofits with separate national offices in two different states, Mm -hmm. separate budgets, the whole nine. Um, Some of the principles that we were founded on may be the same, but their mission is very different than Girl Scouts' mission in that we are focused on girl Mm -hmm. engagement and empowerment. And and so as this... I guess debate has um, continued on, you know, there's, you hear rumors. And and one of those rumors is that the Girl Scouts is this liberal organization that's somehow partnering with Planned Parenthood, you know, some things like that. And can you address that? Because I think it's an important, you know, misperception. So there have been rumors over the years, and I've not found any Girl Scout council around Mm -hmm. the country. I mean, I can only speak for Girl Scouts Heart of New Jersey Mm -hmm. as the CEO, but I've not come into the knowing of any Girl Scout council around the country who's doing planned parenthood programming. Mm -hmm. It's just not a part of Girl Scouts core badges and patches and, and programs. Um, And it, it, I haven't found it to be factual mm-hmm. anywhere. Wow. Um, and there have been times where I used to work for Girl Scout Central in Southern New Jersey and around cookie sale time, there was always, you know, someone calling to say, you know, fact or fiction, are you doing programming with Planned Parenthood? <laughs> and it's like, where did you read that? Where did that come from? And around the South, we had people who boycotted the cookie sale, not knowing um, that the programming, the the profits stay right Mm. here with the girls who are here who Mm. aren't doing programming that has anything to do with sexual reproduction or any of those topics. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's the misperceptions out there and the misinformation that I want to make sure that as a part of my leadership that I clear up that confusion yes. and focus on what really matters, which is the leadership development and experiences that we're able to deliver to our girls. Okay. Um, and oh, I thought you were showing me the time. No. <laughs> That's Josh. Josh sometimes says, you know, when I'm talking too long, he puts up a pad that says 20 minutes, 30 minutes. We're 20 minutes. I okay. um, I did want to talk to you um, a bit about uh, volunteerism and um, the importance of volunteers. And I would assume that, you know, an organization like yours requires many, it doesn't have the uh, ability to put on the payroll every single person who dedicates countless hours to the organization. I would never be able to pay our volunteers for the time and efforts and energy and passion that they bring to this movement. Um, As I said before, we have over 10,000 adults who volunteer with our organization. Just Heart of New Jersey. Just Girl Scouts Heart of New Jersey. Wow. Wow. And so we can deliver programming to girls in their home communities, in their schools, um, because of the efforts of our volunteers. Sadly, in our seven counties, there are service units, which are the collection of volunteers Mm -hmm. who support the adults and the leaders uh, and the girls in their respective cities or grouping of cities. 
we have waiting lists for girls who wanted to join this movement and be a part of this leadership experience. And they sit and they sit month after month, year after year on waiting lists because there is no adult in their community who is willing to step up wow. to lead. Wow. Sad. Didn't know that. It's wow. very, it, it's Most hard. People don't know that. Most people don't know that. Yeah. I mean, I saw a report yesterday. Um, we dig into the data as much as we possibly can. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a report yesterday that said that there are 147 girls waiting for a troop. They don't have a leader. Wow. Wherever that is, yeah. you see that's a problem. Yeah, and it's even in you know uh, small towns like when I was, it was very hard to get a leader or a co-leader to join you. You know, it, this is important because we have in our podcast studio an actual volunteer for the Girl Scouts. It's absolutely, okay? <laughs> and give us an idea of of the satisfaction. Of being a of being a volunteer for the Girl Scouts, it's, she's smiling. You guys, you guys yeah, can't, you can't see her, her, but yeah. she's she's yeah. she's it really, really is. And the girls now are twenty four years old, and will still say, "I remember when we did this, and you were our Girl Scout leader." Mm-hmm. I am not going to tell you; it's not a lot of; it's a ton of work because you're managing everything. I mean, from finances to, you know, their projects and overseeing what they're doing and finding a place to even have meetings. A meeting is not an easy venture because you can't be alone with the girls. You have to make sure you have a Mm co-leader. You don't have a co-leader. You have to get parents to volunteer to be with you. It's, you know, it's a lot of work, but the rewards are great. One of my greatest things was one of the moms wrote me a text message and said the best part of my daughter is from you and it was because i was her her leader and it's it's great and the the volunteers really make it a memorable experience Mm -hmm. really the heart of a volunteer putting what they have into the this their troops um really just it, it sets mm-hmm. the experience apart from any other. All right, so we should put it in here real quick. How do people get to volunteer? <laughs> so you go to www.gshnj.org and hit on I'm interested. Mm-hmm. Tap on I'm interested. It will tell you ways to volunteer. Mm-hmm. Um, there are other volunteer opportunities out there besides mm-hmm. troop leaders. Right, see, and I never knew that. I only thought you could be a leader. And then when I met Natasha, she's like, I mean, you could do this. You could just do a meeting. You don't have to do everything. You can do one portion of a meeting or give guidance to something, which is great. Absolutely. There there are people who want to volunteer. There are alums. You know, mm-hmm. there are Girl yep. Scout alums here in our footprint who mm-hmm. don't know that they can come back and volunteer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking for board members. Mm-hmm. Every single one of our board members or that people, adults that sit on our core committees are volunteers. And they do not have to be Girl Scouts. They do not have to be Girl Scouts. They do not have to be mothers. <laughs> they do not have to be women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it could be men who mm-hmm. are interested and care about girls and leadership programming mm-hmm. and pair them up mm-hmm. with another woman mm-hmm. un- someone unrelated as long as a volunteer has the passion for mm-hmm. the girl scout mission is it willing to accept the girl scout promise and law mm-hmm. and lead girls on this journey mm-hmm. background check pay your dues 
we provide training. All of it is so easy to get started. It, yeah. It's amazing to me that we still have girls on waiting lists. Mm -hmm. And one of my jobs is to talk about it so much that when people see me or when they see Girl Scouting, they're like, oh, wait a minute. I should do something. Mm -hmm. Everybody can do something. Right, right. I mean, right now we're in Cranford, New Jersey. So somebody from this town could go on your website, mm -hmm. click, I want to volunteer, and it'll go to whomever is in the Cranford area, and they can get that person extremely busy extremely quickly. Very quickly. <laughs> right, right. I, I do also want to mention, this is probably a, a plug for something else, which is equally important about board development. Now, mm -hmm. you're always looking for the best and brightest when it comes to board development. Mm -hmm. Natasha did something brilliant this year, and what she did was she joined Leadership New Jersey. I which am is, a Lead New Jersey yeah, fellow. Yes, which she is in the class of 2019. Yes, I, I am. was in the class of 2010. And what it is is a phenomenal place to meet people who are leaders in New Jersey. Um, she's going to be spending the next year, uh, a, two days a month, going to different places in New Jersey with fellow leaders. Mm -hmm. And not only is she going to learn a ton about New Jersey, more than she can ever know about New Jersey, you're going to be going to prisons. Yes. Um, and a lot of different other different places. You're going to be going to Cranberry Bogs. Mm -hmm. You're going to be going to see Wind Energy. You're going mm -hmm. to be seeing just everything. Um, I bought my boots, Good. by the way. I got my rain boots. <laughs> for, your, for your bogs. For your my bogs. bogs. But what you're also going to be doing is you're in a, uh, in a fellowship class with probably about 45 other people, all of whom are going to become big Girl Scout fans, knowing you that every, every night that when you guys get back to the hotel and maybe go to the bar for a drink or something – you know, you're going to be talking about Girl Scouts and you're going to, you're, I can't wait to see the end of the year who joins your board. I and can't wait. It's an exciting opportunity. Um, my board chair is excited about me taking this journey. And I know that it's going to bring about not just board members, but supporters of Girl Scouts. Mm -hmm. um, the Girl Scout cookie sale that we have every year does not give the council sufficient funds for operating expenses. Right, right. And therefore, I'm going to be using this opportunity not only to spread the message of what Girl Scouting is really about and to, um, to change people's perceptions of what the organization is here for and how they can be a part, but that I can gain the attention of my fellows, fellow classmates um, in Lead, New Jersey, to look at Girl Scouting mm -hmm. as a philanthropic mm -hmm. opportunity for them as well. Right. Thank you. And I, all the classes before. Yep. You'll, yep. I mean, you've we, heard. <laughs> yep. You get to uh, connect with all of the former fellows, and there's, I, I don't know, 2,500 mm -hmm. fellows bouncing around New Jersey, and it's, I'm glad you're doing it. I also, um, in the mid, couple minutes we have left, I wanted to put you on the spot. Okay. And, you know, because you're very good at thinking on your feet. Okay. And the question is, is that you have been um, the CEO now since April, last April. What has been your best moment as CEO to date? There have tick, been so tick, many. Tick. Oh, my gosh. Irene. There Irene, been, Irene has been your been best. There have been so many. Um, no, because Irene has been with me on some of the best, some of the best of the best. Um Early on when I, when we, when the council made the announcement that I was going to be the mm -hmm. CEO, I had like this aha moment mm -hmm. at home one day, mm -hmm. um, because my then 14 year old, right. Um, put me claimed me 
as her mother, mm -hmm. this new CEO, mm -hmm. on Instagram mm -hmm. and on Snapchat. Mm -hmm. Fifteen-year-olds don't do that to their parents, right? They don't. And the fact that it was as big of a moment for my family as it was for me, because I've worked for Girl Scouting for 18 years. Mm -hmm. This is the next step mm -hmm. for me. A huge step, yeah. Um, in, in my home footprint. Mm -hmm. But the fact that she was like proud that not only was a woman of color stepping into this role that had never been, you know, knocked on before, mm -hmm. that she was claiming me and saying, you know, and this is my mom. Mm -hmm. Like, and that, that media went all the awesome way to Africa. Mom. It did. Remember when I sent you the? She's, and she sent me the clips, and she's like, "They're talking about this in Africa." I was just like. On my bucket list, going to Africa is one of the places that I wanted to go. So that's a bit, that's one of them. Like, I mean, it said there's been so many launching of the media girls program here in heart and having girls who want to work on their public speaking and how mm -hmm. to talk to reporters and how to, um, uh, be, react at a press conference and what messaging points they want mm -hmm. to get across and building that program, you know, announcing it and having mm -hmm. the program director say, you know, I think we should have a goal of 12 girls to start off. And yeah. then having that first interest meeting and having over 30, 30 girls, girls show up and that say that correct. they're interested and, you know, 40 something applications in the first cohort, unbelievable. Yes. And then seeing the girls after their first two training opportunities, take the mic and blog for Girl Scouts of the USA mm -hmm. or be at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade talking about the benefits of Girl Scouts or, you know, going to, we just launched the press, a, um, a patch program mm -hmm. with an international food company, Goya, mm -hmm. and having yeah, girls yeah. go to that, be mm -hmm. a part of that program. Speaking and on television. Speak on television about it. That's mm -hmm. pretty cool. Mm -hmm. That's been cool, very cool. And also what's been cool is a couple of the awards you've been giving to some girls. There was a 10-year-old girl who, or 10 who called 911. That is correct. Or was it somebody yeah. younger yeah. than The Medal of Honor. Was it younger She's than She's gotten um, two, two, of all. two of our girls mm -hmm. have two received girls. the Medal of Honor, which are life-saving awards, um, where they were instrumental in saving the life of a parent. Right, one, one was a mom, mom and one was, and a, one was a dad, dad. Um, who through their uh, training, in Girl Scouting, knew what to do Save the lives when they of their saw yes. that their parent exactly. was in distress. Yes. And one of my favorite initiatives was the home is the homeless one. So if you could just talk about that, because that was so we have another awesome initiative. <laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> uh, look, we're gonna run out of time. Um, we have another awesome awesome initiative. It's called Juliet's House. Mm -hmm. um, we want to make sure that no girl is prevented from being a part of Girl Scouting, regardless of her financial status and regardless of where she lives. Mm -hmm. So we have girls who are living in homeless shelters and domestic violence abuse shelters that we do Girl Scout programming with them. And That's an incredible mothers. program. And we have six programs happening with some community partners right now, and we're looking to grow that. Um, that all happens because of the generosity of our supporters. Um, the girls are part of the program and participate free. Mm -hmm. 
So we are looking actively looking for grants and foundations and donors who agree like I do that that's an important initiative mm -hmm. that we need to keep funded to help pay for the girls membership and their uniforms and their programming and their trips. Mm -hmm. And um, a couple important things too is let's talk about upcoming schedules. Okay, so I know that you are, believe it or not, we're already talking about summer camp and yes. we've got to staff those camps. Yes. And uh, this is a way people can actually get paid. Yes. This, and um, so there's three different camps and um, and right now you're interviewing for a range of jobs. Right now we're interviewing for everything from kitchen assistant, kitchen aides to program managers, um, our camp directors, camp registration opened on Monday. Mm -hmm. um, and we already have several families mm -hmm. who have said, my girl is coming for two weeks. My daughter wants to be there all summer. Mm -hmm. um, at, we have a resident camp. Um, and two day camps mm -hmm. that girls can spend the summer at, and they are staffed by adults who care about girls. And so the, those jobs are available also on our website under the um, employment tab. Excellent. And you also have an event coming up at Shackamax and Country Club in Scotch Plains. Let's get that in there, too. <laughs> so, Let's cover everything. <laughs> the Great Cookie Cook-Off yeah. um, is happening at Shackamax and Country Club in Scotch Plains on March 14th of this year. In a couple of weeks, it is a, is a um, auction, silent auction. Mm -hmm. We're doing a wine pull. It's a fundraiser. It's a fun night. There's going to be music and entertainment. Mm -hmm. um, and it gives people an opportunity to come out on a mm -hmm. Thursday night yeah. and support mm -hmm. this great work that yeah. we're doing. Great seats are still available? Oh, seats are still <laughs> available. Um, we just started um, selling tickets mm -hmm. to the event, mm -hmm. I think, like, a week ago? Yeah, we got an yeah. e-blast about yeah. a week ago. Right? Mm -hmm. um, so we sent out an e-blast. There's, there's more coming. We have chefs, six chefs, who have committed to using Girl Scout cookies as mm -hmm. the primary ingredient for their cultural and uh, culinary That's creations. So That's so much fun. So, and they'll get to meet you if they come. Yeah, so, <laughs> I will be there. I will be there. Yeah. Um, Working the Thinmans. <laughs> uh, there's, there's, they're, they're telling me that there's going to be a signature drink as well. Okay. Um, oh. So we're looking for all of the adults who want to come out and have a good time and hear about what Girl Scouting is all about to join us for the cookie cook-off at Shackamaxon on the 14th. That's and true. those tickets are available also on our council website. I want to thank um, very much uh, Natasha Hemmings for joining us. Uh, again, the CEO of, of the, the Girl Scouts Heart of New Jersey. And give us your website one more time. www.gshnj. .org. Okay, for many, many opportunities for vol to volunteer, to uh, spend summer with the Scouts, you know, as a counselor in a lot of different roles. And also we want to thank our, our uh, guest co-host of the day, Irene Lackey, who, again, first podcast ever. First podcast. You did awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she'll join us for another one coming up. And we will see you at our next Jaffe podcast. Thank you. Thank you thank so you. much for having me. The Jaffe Podcast is a production of Jaffe Communications, which is solely responsible for its content. Episodes may not be reproduced or rebroadcast without permission. Our executive producer is Jonathan Jaffe. 
Our editor and production manager is Josh Frank. And our theme song was composed by David Siste. For more episodes, visit JaffeCom.com or find us on Facebook at Jaffe Communications. Thanks for listening. Join us next week.